guys, it's Phil. We've got a little bonus material coming at you, left over from our Halloween series. A little bit of a project I did with my cousin Eli St. Thomas uh, and one of my best buddies, Ali Hafez, um, as we kind of just relive some of the spooky stuff that's happened to us over the year. Not really related to movies or anything like that, but um, just a kind of continuation from Lost Halloween. Really liked hearing uh, scary stories and things that people had to say. So hopefully you guys have as much fun listening to this as I did recording it. All right, enjoy. To the stage, now I'm turning All right, Jerks in the Fourth Row Spooky Series continues on in this Halloween season. Today I'm joined by, from, from Palmyra, New York, I'm joined by my cousin, Eli St. Thomas. Eli, welcome to the podcast. Hi, good to be here. <laughs> it's nice to finally make it on the podcast. I can't believe it's, it's been this long, especially with, with the, the topic that we're doing, the, the Halloween Spooky Series. I thought of your name right off the bat when we had we had this. I'm like, you know what? I bet Eli's got some good material. I bet he's got some scary stories to scare to share with us. Uh, so I, I guess why not why not get right into it? I have not heard these stories for our listeners. Eli is said that he's got a couple of them for us. So really looking to hear these. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you want to to cue it up, but let us. All right. Um, what have you What have you had? What What kind of scary occurrences have you had? both recently and just in life? Sure. So when I was younger in middle school, uh, for a while back in 2012, uh, I was a volunteer at our local museums. And uh, our local museums are incredibly haunted. Uh, We've been featured on Ghost Hunters and a bunch of other uh, paranormal TV shows and whatnot. Um, so as, as a volunteer there, I was basically able to go on any of the ghost hunts that they had for free. I didn't have to pay, you know, the 20, 30 bucks, whatever their, their admission was. So I would just go on those, you know, Saturday nights, Friday nights, whenever we'd have them. And, uh, there, there was a lot of experiences I had. I'm still a little bit skeptical of all of it, but, um, I'd say the two, the two most just unexplainable phenomenon experiences that I had. The first was rather bold. Uh, was the last case, and someone was doing something, and they had a flashlight, and they happened to just set the flashlight down on the glass case for a minute, um, just just to set it down. And we all noticed that it just started rolling back and forward. What? Like, uh, you know, kind of like it on an angle. So the back of the flashlight was like the center of the circle, and the thing was just rolling back and forward, kind of making an arc. And we sat there for five minutes and it never stopped for five minutes. It just kept rolling back and forward, back and forth. And that's not possible. If you know anything about physics, that's just, that's not possible. It doesn't matter what kind of, you know, unless, unless the room was rotating back and forth as well, it's just not possible. No, it no. Cannot, I don't think I, I don't think I got a great, good grade in physics, but I know for five minutes it would have slowed down by the friction or whatever. Yeah, well, it would, it would have found the lowest point and, and stayed there, or it would have at least like a Newton slowed down over time, and the arc wouldn't have been as drastic. But it was the full arc the whole time for about five so, minutes. So, what did you it and your just, it was what did you and your friends what did you guys do? Uh, well, we just sat there and watched it. Uh, the one guy was part of the ghost hunting crew, so he got it on camera. Uh, I have no idea where that recording is, but it's got to be out there somewhere. One of the groups that came, and it was just—it was just crazy. They did—they uh, did one of their uh, 
oh, what you call it, uh, when they're looking for like voices and sounds and stuff, yeah, they ran one of those things, and right. uh, they didn't pick anything up. All they all you could hear in the background was just the the uh, flashlight moving across this glass counter but it was just it was just insane it, oh. and that will all, probably always stick in my mind it's just absolutely unexplainable it just made no sense whatsoever oh my god it's crazy yeah. i i'm glad you got the video of it just so like yeah because that's yeah Ugh, that's freaky. yeah I, I wish i i wish i knew who had it what what crew had it and if it even you know exists or forget the lady because it's just it was crazy it was just absolutely <laughs> insane Oh, um, but then on another evening, um, another freaky thing that happened, and there was plenty of stuff, but another one that really stood out to me was uh, we were all standing in a room in uh, the upstairs of the museum, and uh, Bonnie, who was in charge of the museums at the time, uh, she was, you know, kind of giving us a little bit of history about the room, and it was dark, and we were doing, we were doing our hunt, but we weren't, like, super serious on the hunt yet. We were just kind of starting out, giving a general tour to the people that came um, and paid money to come and, you know, be on the tour and stuff. And so she was standing there talking and explaining stuff, and then uh, a woman in the group um, that she knew uh, kind of mumbled something and it was, it was, you know, loud enough that we could all hear it, but we didn't know what she said. It was kind of like a mumble. And I freaked the woman's name, but Bonnie was just like, you know, uh, Cheryl or whoever, you know, yeah. whoever the one was, what was that? You know, what'd you say? And then we heard the woman say, what did you say something? She was all the way down the hallway. So on the other side of the building. So this wasn't someone in the group. This was this was not someone in the group, and it was not her voice, even though it sounded like her. And Bonnie and and everyone else in the group who knew her thought that it was her speaking because it sounded like her. It couldn't have been her. Oh she was on the other side of the building, down the hallway. So we have no idea what happened. Yeah, I mean, it could have been one of those weird, you know, uh, sound things. Yeah. Where like she, she mumbled down the hallway, but for some reason it sounded like it was in the room with us. But it just seems very, like, just illogical that that could be what happened. The the way that the building is built, it doesn't really make sense, and it's not an echoey building at yeah. all. It's just like a house. There just isn't really. So it, it kind of, the, the, it was like, like a paranormal sound. It was like a, this, yeah, it made yeah, no yeah. sense again with like the acoustics in the room. Like what, like why this would sound almost like it, it sounded like it was coming from like a, down a tunnel or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that's freaky. Weird. Did, really weird. Well, did you explain that to the group that was in there or like, or did they, they must've thought you were putting them on. No, we all, we were, we all experienced it. Our whole group experienced it because, uh, we all heard the the lady in the room clearly mumble something and then you know bonnie asked yeah what what did you say what was that and uh she responded huh did you say something and she was all the way down the hallway in another room i don't know what i was able to hear bonnie ask if she said something but when she were down the hall we could tell she was all the way down the hallway. And when we went out in the hallway and she came out in the hallways, you clearly see that she was not in the room with us. She was all the way down the hallway, even though we thought she was in the room with us because the voice sounded exactly like her, you know, and it was was just really, really weird. That is freaky. That is freaky. Mm -hmm. Did everyone just like 
did people run out of the building or like were people just like what the hell or what uh, everyone was definitely taken aback by it a bit we were all kind of like uh oh man and what was that that was really weird how what like you know just kind of stunned by the whole thing not really able to comprehend exactly what had just happened um but i remember you know we just continued continued the night on and just went about our business and finished the ghost hunt and stuff and, wow you know i'm sure there was a lot of other stuff that happened that night but that to me, that was definitely very memorable as well. Yeah, I think I know um, some people, maybe including myself, who would have maybe even quit on the spot and just be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> right? It's been like, nope, I'm on. Nope, that's too much. I'm out of here. Oh my gosh, that is yeah. freaky. Ah, well, that's that's a good job to have. I mean, you survive that, so you can put that on your resume and, you know, survive paranormal activity. That's crazy. So you, you said, I think before we started recording too, you said that you might have a, a UFO sighting or a UFO story as well. I do. So I was never, I've never really been a believer in aliens. And I've seen plenty of, you know, UFOs in the sense that it's some sort of, you know, aircraft that I don't know if it's a plane or a helicopter or, you know, military or whatever. Um, and I think that the, the idea that aliens exist is like, a hundred percent. I mean, in fact, we found, you know, we found extraterrestrial life on Mars in the form of like bacteria and stuff. So it's like technically aliens do exist, but if you want to speak like more humanoid, more, you know, sci-fi aliens, I'd say, yeah, but I don't think they've ever been anywhere near, you know, near us. Yeah. At least that's what I used to think. And then, uh, over the summer, uh, had a very, very, very interesting experience with two friends Summer, this summer, uh, 2021. This previous summer, yes, of 2021. That was pretty insane. Uh, so me and two other friends are driving home at night from uh, Six Flags Darien Lake, uh, which is about an hour, 20-minute drive or so from us. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's not too late out. It's only like 8.30ish, but it's pretty, it's pretty dark. And we're just driving home. There's no one on the road anywhere. It's a Sunday night. And uh, we're just driving home. And we pass by this field. Just kind of out in the middle of nowhere. There's not really any buildings or anything near us. Just a few farms and stuff. And we pass by this field. And off to the right-hand side, up in the sky, not too far away from us. Like, you could throw a rock uh, as far as how far away it was. There was these two just giant circles of lights. Um, the only way I could really describe it was if you had two, you know, swimming pool sized hula hoops with giant Christmas lights tied all around them and they were just spinning, but they were also gyrate like, like a, a gyrosphere going around each other, the two of them. So something that like, didn't seem like it could be possible if either of them were on like a tower or something like holding them was up, it was it just, was it making any noise possible. was it like noisy nope completely silent completely silent and that all, was probably the freakiest part and and your buddies saw this too like you all agreed yep. like this is we all okay. saw it we all saw it and at the same time we we're like um what's that oh my god <laughs> like uh that's really really weird what is that so is it is this kind of like a remote um, area coming home from like six flags we're like out in the countryside or like where what like where's this closer yeah, to a city countryside i still haven't been able to pinpoint exactly where we were 
um, because I wasn't the one driving, so I didn't have a GPS or anything on me. Um, But I know we weren't too far, maybe only about 30 minutes back towards where we live from, from Six Flags, but it was just, it was definitely out in the middle of nowhere. There was nothing around us. It wouldn't, it just didn't make sense as like a, a, a theme, mark, theme park thing or an advertisement thing or any sort of just like, hey, look at this cool thing that's pointing you in this direction or anything like that. Just nothing. There was nothing that it could have been. It didn't really make any sense. It just, it was very weird. It, it almost felt like a fireworks display but it definitely wasn't fireworks. Well, yeah, it was two no noise, know, two right? Loops, yeah. That were it were it it was very 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 unusual. I can I can just tell by your face that they kind of shook you up a little bit right now. Like it's it definitely did. It definitely did. I have no way to explain it. It just doesn't it, really make sense. Did it go away for anything really? And you know, I'm sure it's something, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. Anytime you can't explain anything, like anytime you can't explain yeah. an experience like this, and if you go back and listen to last year's podcast too, Tim had something happen like this to him kind of in the Southwest near the Grand Canyon. And to, to have him tell the story again, it just shakes you up because it's not fun not being able, or it's not, it's kind of freaky not being able to explain what your eyes and ears and whatever are, are telling you and and you just, you, you don't have an, an explanation for it. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's unsettling. For sure. I, I don't think I've experienced... I know I haven't experienced anything like that. I, I, I believe in aliens too. And as a kid, I was wicked afraid of aliens. And we had this airfield near us that would always test out those... But uh, those different military... Uh, you know... Uh, whatchamacallit? The new mar- aircraft. Military aircraft. So mm-hmm. there, I remember as a kid, I would see... Uh, look out my window and I would see this this big shining light just go up, down, side to side like a UFO. And I would, I nearly crapped my pants when I saw it. I think I was probably seven or eight years old. But it, there, at least there was an explanation, right? Like, okay, that's the military maybe trying something out in the middle of the night. Like, okay, I can, I can get mm-hmm. down with that and I can get back to sleep. Yours, I, 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 have, I have no, I don't even have a guess as to what it would be. That's the hardest, that's what freaks me out about it the most was just, there's nothing that I can think of that it could be. I don't have any kind of a logical, you know, what it could possibly be. There, it doesn't check any boxes on anything other than it's just, it's a UFO. It's mm. just completely unexplained, no clue. Maybe it's aliens, who knows, but it certainly didn't seem like it could have fit anything else whatsoever. Freaky, man. Freaky. Well, Very. appreciate it those three huge. stories. Before I get you off, I we, before we started recording, you you said that you have been featured on a uh, um, a podcast before with your buddies who run a horror movie. You, you what's your, a what's your favorite horror movie if you have one, and and b what are you looking forward to this Halloween season? Uh, well, so I guess I got to shout them out a little bit. the The podcast I was on is called Horror Movie Talk. It's uh, two guys out of Seattle uh, or Washington. I don't think Seattle. They are out of Washington. But in any case, uh, my favorite horror movie uh, would have to say is Alien. Uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, no tie-in joke intended there. That's just that's my favorite movie. I love Alien. Just a fantastic, fantastic movie. That, that's fitting, and yeah, that to this day scares me as well. And then for this season, is there any movies that are coming out, or is there anything you know you're looking forward to for Halloween this year? 
Uh, I'm really looking forward to going and seeing the new uh, Halloween movie. Uh, I absolutely loved the 2018 Holly, uh, Halloween movie that came out. Uh, it really, it, it had me go back and rewatch the original and just have a whole new um, appreciation for it. And I'm just really looking forward to the one that's coming out this year and the one that's coming out uh, was it next year or two years from now or whenever they, they kind of finish off the uh, the reboot trilogy. Mike, yeah, Michael Myers will never die. They might finish the series, but he'll, yep. that, that bastard he'll will always never, be coming back. He'll never die. They <laughs> better not, they better not try and, you know, end it for good because he can't. He's, he's the incarnation of just pure evil. The, I saw the I, I saw the last one. Crystal and I went to the theaters for the 2018 one, and they blew up the damn house, and now he's still alive. So he just won't go away. But we're looking forward to that one too. Mm-hmm. Definitely one that that we'll go see in theaters this year. So, all right, man. Thanks yeah. for thanks for your time. Happy Halloween, and uh, stay away from them ghosts. All right. Sounds good. You too. All right, Eli. Take it easy, man. Take it easy. Yeah, we're recording right now. So I don't know what questions I'm going to ask you, but it's mainly... All right, I, I guess I'll introduce you right now. So I'm I'm with my longtime friend, Allie Hafez, coming to coming to us from Denver, Colorado, but a suburb of Den, Denver, Colorado. Where are you at? Lakewood. Lakewood, just west, so in between Denver and Golden. All right, so Allie and I just had like a little pre-recording session, and... I, I don't know. So I guess we want to eventually get to a couple of scary stories, Al. I know you've got a bunch of them, but I guess we'll lead off with like Halloween, like your boys. Like your boys are kind of getting to that age where do they know what do they know what Halloween is? Do you like do you? So Holden, Holden definitely does. So he's he'll be three in December. And this is like the first year I think we're getting into the whole Halloween and the holiday season where it'll be, you know, people talk about it. Eventually, it's fun. You know, yeah, and he's definitely at that point, you know. So he's been painting pumpkins at daycare. I think he's in a car with pumpkin. He was asking me tonight, took me like 10 minutes to understand what he was asking, but he was asking how to carve a pumpkin. <laughs> I was like, Well, oh, uh, yeah, do you get a big knife? You know, maybe next year, not this year, but uh, but no, he's excited. We uh, he's gonna be a construction worker, nice, he, lo- he loves excavators, loves all work machines, um, and I think Kara's going to be a traffic cone. I'll put my belt on and, you know, be a construction worker right with him. So All right. Get the whole family involved in it. Just before we were talking to Allie sent me a, I sent me a video of just trying to get Holden down to bed. I mean, that's scary enough. Holden had, <laughs> it was like a video. Allie was trying to course him to go poop before he went to bed. So like, that's terrifying to me, but. It is. Oh yeah. Wait till you have to change the diaper. Oh. You never know. You never know what's gonna be in there. Oh my know? god. We got we got a oh my god. So we got this picture. I, I don't know if we'll post it, but we got this picture of our friends who just had who just had a baby. Actually, she's six months old and she shit right through her diaper. And it was just like that was that was so scary to me. I don't know I don't even know what I would do. I'm sure you, I'm sure that's like common for you right now with Elliot. Oh yeah, it happens, yeah, when they're when they're that age <laughs> and they're still all in the breast belt. <laughs> not fog yet you know it's it can be scary you, you know you, you have these different levels of blowouts you know that's what we call them <laughs> that's what she time. called it too that she said it was just a yeah. blowout like sometimes not... it just kind of goes it kind of goes through the the bottom of the diaper to the thighs uh, uh, level up, up the back. 
They need a change of diaper, a change of pants, and a change of socks all in one. Yeah, yeah, and, and then you got to evaluate: is this is this outfit worth keeping? Do I wash it? Do I put the tie stick <laughs> on it, or do I toss it in the trash? Um, and depending on your patience, that that level kind of changes a bit. Ugh, nasty. Right in the trash for me. <laughs> so with the boys around, like, are are you and Kara watching like scary movies, or like, do you wait till they go to bed, or like, are are you into scary movies? Like, is that something you get into right around this time of year? Yeah, I definitely think so. So, um, this year not so much. I think with Elliot being like, Kara's very sleep deprived. Yeah. You know? So the idea of like, why aren't you? you? Just... Wait, aren't you sleep deprived too? <laughs> You just tell Kara to just go to bed or like you go to bed and just be like, honey, you just take care of the kids tonight. Yeah, no. Yeah. So it's a little, it's like with two kids, it's a little different, you know, like I'm kind of the holding parent at this point and she's, she's on LA duty. It's kind of like a tag team operation, but uh, no, she's waking up like two or three times a night to feed him. Um, yeah. Biologically. Yes. Like, you cannot. Like, yes. Like, right. Yes. No, but, um, we'll move to the bottle more often at some point, but um, but anyways, yeah, so she's, yeah, she's not really the stay up until 11 o'clock watching movies, but we have been watching this series called Midnight Mass. Have you heard of that? Yes, I have. Yeah. So I, this is right in the series of like the haunted, uh, haunted hill, like, right. It's, it's all those characters that have been doing kind of like a series, the last three, three Halloweens, right? I think so. I'm not super familiar with it, but I, I do believe it's by the same, the same people. Yeah. It's a lot of the same actors and actresses, if it's not the okay. same. Yeah. So I, I made it through like the first three episodes. The, the pastor is just creepy as hell. Uh, yeah. And I... Uh, you can call him the pastor anymore, man. He's, uh, he's crazy. He's crazy. But uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it looked really good. It looked, it looked creepy. I got to get into it. Um, yeah. So, series are good. I like, I like those, but good for open for recommendations. You know, I like... So yeah, without Kara watching the movie, I can't watch a scary movie by myself. Mm. No. Mm. We're, we're doing, uh, we're going to see Antler this, I don't know if you've seen that, it's a Carrie Russell, Jesse Plemons movie. We're going to go see that this week. And we just watched the new Halloween. That was pretty freaky. Uh, I watched Hocus Pocus the other night, you know, nostalgic, okay. classic, yeah. but... Uh, See the the thing that we choose we choose our movies our scary movies our dogs don't give a shit who gets murdered who gets shot who gets you know scared behind the behind the other side of the door as long as there's another not another dog in it that's what freaks them out if they they see another dog out on the uh, so that's how we choose our that's how we choose our movies because if they see a dog they'll start barking at the dog and we just just totally kills the mood but. But yeah, no, I'm, 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 t- I totally get into it this time of year. Uh, I don't know. What was your, what was a favorite movie when you were a kid? Like, did you like gravitate towards like any of like the Nickelodeon specials or like? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I jumped pretty quickly into the more, you know, scary ones. Like, I remember, you know, um, like, I feel like it was the one that sticks yeah. out. Like the various versions of that. Um, I'm trying to think. Does Nightmare Before Christmas count as one? That one's terrifying. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Is that a Tim Burton one? That's a Tim Burton one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do love that. And that one, like, so we do listen to a lot of music. And, like, Halloween music has been a thing now. Oh, you know? no shit. We just, we just did a podcast. Like, what, which ones? Which Because I feel like we missed a ton of Halloween music. 
No, it's all going to be kid stuff. You, it won't be oh. like it's 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 not even. I don't even know if you consider it Halloween music. It's just like the kids' Halloween playlist on Apple Music, like Monster Mash, Ghostbusters. Holden absolutely fucking loves Ghostbusters. It's his jam, and it has been for like over. We introduced it last year, and he still like listens to it weekly. Like he always hell yeah, at hell yeah. Well, t- when when Holden's ready, let him listen to our last episode because that's what we. Those are the two songs that were in our top three. Of the five, so okay. What else did you have? Uh, we had Thriller. We had great one. We had Rockwell. Uh, some somebody watching me. Somebody's watching me. We had I put a spell on you. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of things that we got into. Little Rob Zombie. Just different stuff. So um, I don't know. We also got into like the 2000s where Tim was talking about like the screamo emo era, which was kind of like there. I think they were trying to scare us, but at the same time, they were just so kind of like effeminate that it was like, what are you trying to do here? Like I, it was do you, you remember like the bands like uh, My Chemical Romance and um, oh, yeah. it was yeah. like those type of bands that would dress like they, they all dressed like the crow. But they were not scary, but they were kind of going for that. I don't know. We were just talking about that type of music. Just a little, ang- just a little angst. You know, yeah, they were angst and like, yeah, I don't know. I d- didn't know if they were trying to scare us or, I don't know. I, yep. You remember those types. You actually introduced me, I mean, this is way off topic, but you introduced me to Saves the Day. Like, oh, yeah. One of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, what was that? Uh, what was that album called that we'd always listen to? Uh, uh, I can't remember. I honestly have not listened to them. I haven't even thought about them in a while. So I've got to, I've got to pull that out. That's going to be my, my during work music. Because um, I don't remember the name of that album. That, that was kind of my gateway band, though, into like all of that like emo, screamo stuff, which I never thought I'd like, but I don't know. Was it Through Being Cool? Or Through Being Cool? Is that the one? Yeah. Uh, and that could have been one of the songs. I would know the album if I heard it, but I said yeah. it was one of my favorite bands of all time, and I can't even remember their best album. But yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, but yeah, I just I remember know. listening to that. Like we would tent out right in front of the mansion and listen to all types of shit like that. I think it was probably safer out in that tent than it was in the mansion. And so I, I mean, I know there's been you've had many years of therapy, but I, I want you to to tell us about some of the stuff that you witnessed in the yeah. mansion up at the lake. Yeah, luckily I'm not alone with it, you know. I got them to share it with, definitely Bodhi saw, saw some of that as well, you know. And um, I think you were you and Goldie were there for one of the experiences, but you guys didn't see what we saw. And that that's always kind of, you know, I've kind of had to hold that a little bit alone these these years, but uh, so walk us through what did you what did you see? Goldie and I were down by the fire, right? No, I think we were all I think we were all by the tent, and we weren't. We would set up the tent in different places. Like sometimes we set up like right kind of off my parents' side deck. Yeah, before that hill drops off in front yes. of the place. Yep, close to the mansion, and then there's other times that we'd set up like right down that hill. I feel like yeah, and then this time I think we had it set up. Where we probably did the most, which is like over by the cul-de-sac. Yes. Yep. Yep. Over you by know? the old tree fort. Right. Yep. Yep. And we were all by the tent. We were probably listening to Saves Day, you know. I don't even know how we were listening to music then. And I was probably, this was probably a battery, 
you know, D-battery CD player. Yeah, we'd, we'd throw the CD player and then, t- like, put the aux into some sort of, like, Bose knockoff speakers, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, something like that, you know. Um, you have to change battery six times a night. But, uh, yeah, we were over by there. And I don't think the fire was going that night. Um, and I remember just looking out in the field towards the fire pit and seeing some type of translucent and if you know that you know the area you know there it's just a it can be a creepy you know there's there's some a different feel i don't even say creepy because i don't think it's necessarily too scary but definitely a you're not alone type area up there yes um, no matter where you want the property and uh, whether it's like a deer's eyes looking at you through the woods yeah it was mainly animals that yeah animals that i was afraid of but it was it was a weird open area where you could see the sky and you could see the ground, but the the line between was kind of blurred and it was just dark as hell. Yep, and you could probably even see out to the lake back then before the trees grew up. It's probably back back in those days where if you were looking by the cul-de-sac, you could see over the pit, see the fire, see the sky, see the lake, um, and yeah, we, I just saw this translucent figure, not even like. It was probably adult size, but not like gliding, I would say, across the grass. Um, and I remember turning to Bodie. I think I turned to all of you. Um, I was like, did you, did you guys just see that? And Bodie, I can't remember if he turned to me or I turned to him, but one of us turned and the other one described the exact same thing that we saw. It wasn't like, oh, somebody saw, you know, a deer jumping or a dark figure. It was you know, translucent figure gliding across that, that Jesus. Uh, and Jesus scared the hell of us. Um, I, know, I, I, I go back and forth. Bodhi has definitely told me this story. He's James has told me the story. I think he told me this last Halloween too. I had him on the podcast and I don't know if I wish that I was there so that I can understand what you guys saw or if I'm glad I just didn't see it at all. I, I'm thinking the latter, but because both of you guys seem pretty spooked by it. Yeah, and I think like a third person, you know, because Bodhi and I, you know, mentally, like we could have been on, we could have been, you know, smoking a little grass or something earlier that yeah. day. No. Who's this saying? Well, this is, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, I think if a third person had seen it, it would have been like, oh shit, like we got to get off this island. You know, like yeah. there's no doubt. There's like very little doubt after two people. There's no doubt the third person sees the same thing. Um, but I don't, I don't really recall, like, I don't remember if we, any of us felt scared necessarily. Mm. Like, do you, I don't remember what we did after that. Like, did we all you, go do uh, a sort of camping trip? I think you guys stayed out there that night because you didn't tell us about it. Like, I, I don't remember you guys coming back being freaked out or having to go home or anything like that. But, I mean, we've had so many nights out there like this that I can't remember which night this was because it, they all, we're all kind of scaring ourselves out there anyways, so. Yeah, I would say another one, a camping one as well, which probably honestly freaks me out more than that one. And I don't think anyone else saw this. Um, it might have been like a high school friend that was up there with me that did, but I don't remember anyone else. Pete? I don't think, maybe Pete, I don't know. Like, I'll have to ask him. Um, but we were camping, this time we were camping, like tent was set up like right off my parents' side deck. So yeah. like by the pool area before the hill drops off. And I remember looking up at the mansion, like probably got out of the tent, 
take a piss or something, I don't know. Um, looking up the mansion, you know that small attic window? Yes. Yep, the circular, right. Yep. yep, circular window. There was a light flickering. And that was it, a light flickering in that. But the amount of times I looked at that house at night, you know, I've never, I've never even, no. I've always known there, but I've never even thought, oh, there's something up there. But but that's not anyone's there. unit up there, right? Like that's. No, I don't know. I don't think, I don't even know how to get up there. Like, I remember, I think I investigated, like, I tried to figure out if there was, like, a entryway to the crawl space from the Bodies unit or something, but I have no idea what that, what's up there. Um, but that, to me, was, like, that, that was, that probably stuck me the longest, honestly. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I would always, like, as... as light flickering, but it's, like, that's somewhere where a light should not be. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> We've always heard the stories about Madeline and stuff like that that were up there, but like anything that I ever saw that was up there was all manifested. Like it was just, I just wanted to scare myself, but I never actually saw anything tangible or like really, it was just kind of like, oh, did the moon reflect off the window and that freaked me out? Like that's really my only experience there, but I I feel like your unit was more haunted than mine anyways and yours and Bodie's, like that, that one in the mansion where Madeline apparently died. I don't know. You guys just always had like the old wood and it just seemed like you were back in olden days with yours. So it was just kind of always more freaky when we went into your unit. And did you did have an experience, the the sewing needle experience? Did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was another one. Um, so that was, I was probably, that was probably, I was probably the youngest for this one. Um, and my whole family, my dad's side was staying with us. And so I often slept like either on an air mattress or a couch in that main sure. room, you know, yep. The, yep. The grand room where it's bigger than any room that I've ever seen. It's, it's probably the most original from the 19th century, that, that yep. room right there. Yep. Yep. Nothing's been changed. A uh, huge fireplace and you pretty much stand up and walk into it. It's a big, big, big area. Um, and I, I woke up. Um, you know, out of sleep and we had this fainting sofa in the corner, um, that also like my parents furnished it, like very antique, like, so everything, all the furniture in there looks very like from that day, right? you know, 19th century. Uh, yeah. I can't believe I actually like looking back on it. Like I would never, I don't think I was sleeping in that room now. I wouldn't, but. I wouldn't, we've, we've had, yeah, dude. We've uh, uh, not rented, but like your your parents have been nice enough to let us use the place when like big family events if they're not there, and I'm always I'm always going through there with like a headlamp on like <laughs> it it's freaky and I go right up to bed. I've never stick around in that room for any <laughs> and especially in the dark for any long periods of time. No, no. So you fell so asleep yeah. on an air mattress there. Yeah, I was sleeping on an air mattress that I did many nights a summer for many years. Um, and I remember waking up and, like, um, must have been lying on the pillow facing that that fainting sofa. And there was, I saw a figure, a person, a woman, sewing on that on that couch. Jeez. Um, and I fell back asleep. Like, I don't, my memory of it is I wasn't like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't get out of bed and run to my parents' room. It was almost like something I didn't even remember until the next morning. Um, and I was telling my family about it. I don't know if it was my parents, my aunt, or who, who it was, but 
was telling them about it and was showing them. Yeah, they were sitting right here. And we went to the sofa and there was a needle stuck in the cushion of that sofa. And, um, you know, like you try to explain that stuff away. Like, okay, my, my grandmother, she knitted, you know, she like crocheted, but she didn't sew with a sewing needle. Right. Right. You know, and that was a very common place for people to sit. So the thought of just needles sticking into it seemed very bizarre, but, um, yeah, it was, it was, that was definitely a weird one. That was definitely a weird one. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't remember, you know, like I, it didn't freak me out at the time, which is, which is bizarre. Again, thinking now if that happened to me, I'd be, you know, I'd be calling cops or something. Well, but, yeah, um, but who knows though? Like that's part of like all these experiences. I mean, I've never had one, any, anything like the three that you just talked said, but like they say, if you're in it, then you're there's like a sense of calm, you know, it's not like, it's not like the ghost stories or it's not like running into like a, you know, a spirit or a demon that you see in like the movies. Anyone who I talk to have had experiences like you'd have like this calming feeling when it happens. It's almost like, you know, the TV's on like a white noise or not like a poltergeist, but you know what I mean? It's just like a, you're not, you're not, it's kind of like a lucid feeling. It's very, very exactly. That's great way to describe it. I don't know, maybe that's like, maybe those experiences helped me because like, you know, as teenagers, you know, we would stay up there all like you, buddy, yeah. myself, and we would stay in our own units most of the time. Yeah. And like, I don't remember ever feeling worried, you know, no. and I think I felt like I do feel like there's another presence in that area. Really? It doesn't feel. So yeah. I, I never feel felt like, that. I never felt that ever. Anytime I'm in that house, I'm in that house. I, I feel it. In that, but I don't think it's. It doesn't feel threatening. It's not a, it's just, but there's also so much history, you know, yeah. like there's not, I don't go into another, the house I live in now is both in 1962, you know, or, right, right. you know what I mean? The house I grew up in Hollis was eighties. It's like nothing that dates back to pre 1900. Yeah. Chances and, are no one's died in it or if they yeah. did, it's yeah. They don't have as much of a vendetta or whatever. Like they're not. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, man. But well, special place, special place. It is. I. I mean, would you ever? Would you ever want to go back there and like conduct some sort? Of, I don't know if you believe in any of this stuff, but like, do like a Ouija board or like do any type of like? Would you ever? Would you ever want to do that? Or it, I honestly, that's it. I've never even thought of it. But if we were to do something, like some professional person to try to. <laughs> I would do it. I can't I believe you, me, James, and Goldie haven't done it before. Like, I bet if right now in our late thirties, if we did it, I would, st- I would be freaked out just to do it. But yeah, I'd be down because I've never felt that that presence. But I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it sounds like there's some there's some unfinished business in that room and in that unit that like it could keep coming back. Yeah. Hey, for nothing else, it gets the four of us up there for a weekend. You know, I'm down. Right. You name it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, those stories were great. Uh, hopefully you and the boys and the construction worker and Kara have a great Halloween. Uh, I'm a little freaked out. Just I got a little goosebumps just listening to those stories, but hopefully our listeners did too. And this is fun, man. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Thanks, Phil. Nothing to catch me will I ever know. Set me up to burn.